the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. I am Jade Warshaw. John Deloney is to the right of me. I'll be taking your money calls. He'll take your calls on really just everything else, John. I feel like you run the gamut. (laughs) We were just talking off air. This whole show exists for one reason, to provide hope. That's, That's right. just what this show's about. But man, I tell you what, <laughs> You're sometimes feeling some type that of light gets real dim out there. <laughs> it does. Like when you just, I, I, <laughs> I'm not a big news reader, but occasionally I'll just dip my toes back in. <laughs> God Almighty, people have lost their minds. Oh yeah. Oh, it- across the gamut <laughs> when it comes to schools and marriage we had a caller in a, in a former hour that was like hey man like my parents are speaking into my marriage um i'm married with a kid and we live in their like rent free in their house and it's like <laughs> yes yes. They're gonna, yes well i'm scared to like you know grow up and it's like i i just i i don't have a psychology for it sometimes and that's why I'm glad you're my friend, Jade. Listen, at the very least, we are always going to tell you the I'll truth. I'll tell you the truth, man. And the truth the should truth. bring hope. At first, it'll make you be like, oh, crap. And then <laughs> if you turn that corner, there's hope on the other side. So, And we can always look over here through the glass at the mighty Bob Orquez. That's right. Between two of the most hopeless people sits Bob Orquez, <laughs> who brings joy and light into everyone's life. That's oh, awesome. boy. And he has a great radio voice. All right. The best. Give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225, and we will chop it up with you. And, John, hopefully you can, We're gonna shine the light. You We're can shine find the light. that grip that you need. It. All right. Let's go to the phone lines. we got Stephanie in Albany, New York. New York. What's going on, Stephanie? Thank you for Good stopping afternoon. me from getting into it. <laughs> I'm hoping you can give me some hope. I'm we got you. trying to... <laughs> Trying to um, get some perspective on a big decision that my husband and I have to make pretty soon okay. uh, pertaining to his career. He's finishing up a medical residency, which is very exciting. Um, and he has two offers, um, and we're trying to weigh the pros and cons of each. Um, and yeah, we're kind of stuck on where to go, which which one to pick. Tell us about the offers. Well, one is where we could stay, where we are living now, um, would not have to move. It's offering about 90000 more than the other offer because in like um, student loan repayment and a sign-on bonus and a little more salary. The other one is still a good offer but would get us closer to my family and friends um, in Pennsylvania. So both good options, but well, we just don't know what to do. Let's think about it. How much student loan debt is he going to have coming out of this? 300K. So my initial thought, and you can start poking holes in this, my initial thought says, okay, if there's 300,000 of student loans that we're going to have to pay off, and we can stay where we're at and make 90000 more, that's that's looking like, it's starting to look like a green light for me. Help me right. help me see why it could be better simply moving closer to family, your, your family. Well, that's what I'm struggling with. Like, I think financially on paper, that does make more sense. Um, but you've been dragged around through med school for the last seven to 10 years and you're ready to get back to your family, right? 
Yeah, yeah. So, so I just don't know how to look at it, like from a financial point of view, or I felt like I've I've been looking at it through a microscope, through every angle possible, and now I just I don't know where to go. All right, let's change and the whole. Husband, let's I, let's let's back all the way out. Okay, it's sometimes the the more the, the the finer the microscope, the more we think we're learning, but actually it, it just blurs up the whole thing. So let's back all the way out. What Jade said is right. The math is the math is the math. And you can try to make the math, not the math, but the math just is. Right. I, instead of, should we do this or should we do this? Stop looking at this as a right decision versus a wrong decision. And just exhale and say, what a crazy, fortunate season of life that we got two options. And that means that you're going to pick one and six months, six years down the road, you're going to have more. You're going to have different ones. And... Reverse engineer this whole thing and ask yourself in nine months, when your husband comes home from work and your kids come bebopping in the house, what do you want that to feel like? Where is that going to be? And build the life that you want to have. Don't look at it as a scarcity, like, well, it's got to be this one or it's got to be that. Man, there's, there's so, it, it's, such a more, it's such a more vast picture than, than, than when you're trying to look at it under a microscope. Are you tired of New yeah. York? I'm hot and cold with it. There are things that are really great about it, but okay. do you, are, is, um, is the thought of living next to your family life giving to you? Yeah. Okay. Have you been honest with your husband about that? I have. Yeah. Okay. As he said, I don't really care. We're going to make a whole bunch more money, get my loans paid off, so we're staying <laughs> in New York. No, no, he he has not said that. Um, okay. But that's that's another thing that's just kind of complicating this for me. Is like it's not really my career. You know, it's his. It's your career, home. So I it is your home. Happy. It is your home. What it is, is your y'all's career? home? Yeah. What is your career? Yeah. Are you able to just easily move? Yes. Yes, I was. I owned my own business for ten years, um, but gave it up a couple years ago, and so I'm mobile. Okay, but um, and now I'm staying home with the kids. Okay, so okay, I see. Well. Many times people call in and I don't know, maybe, maybe John and I are opposing. I don't know that we're opposing. We might just be focusing more. No, I say to stay, stay in New York for, for 24 months. Y'all shake hands 24 months and we're going to live Spartan and we're going to pay these stupid things off. Okay. And then we're going to see how life looks. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm once, with that. Once we've exhaled and then say, we, and by the way, we're going to budget for 10 grand because we're making a whole bunch of money for flights for me and the kids to go to Pennsylvania and spend some extended time. That. And so we're going to build some of that in. And you can practice life in Pittsburgh, but also you can get these stupid loans out of your hair because yeah. y'all have made a bed that you got to sleep in for a minute. And then you can begin to decide what kind of life do we want to have? That's my, right. I, that's, that's no, my I'm with that because so many times, Stephanie, people call in after the fact they've made the move because they've kind of followed their heart on the journey and now they're in it. And now the, the reality of the money that they owe comes you know crashing hurtling back at them and it's like oh man what do i have to do and it's in those moments that i'm always telling people listen you you have to choose like there there's whenever you've made a a, i'm gonna call it a mistake because i think that debt is a mistake because it's something that you always have to go and you're you're having to fix the past right so in that way i'm kind of calling it a mistake uh you do have to trade off and I'm kind of hoping that you can make that that trade on the front end, like John was saying, instead of moving to Pennsylvania, 
now or as soon as he takes this residency and then finding out, oh man, like we've got this crazy debt. It's not as great as I envisioned it would be because yeah, I'm close to my family, but now my husband's got to work, you know, three times as hard. And it, it, it just, I don't think it will be all it's cracked up to be if you don't have that freedom very closely in your in your mirror. So I would do what John said. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSE. What's going on, party people? This is The Ramsey Show. I'm Jade Warshaw. This is Dr. John Deloney. We are taking your calls, so give us a call. Numbers 888-825-5225, and we will give you our best advice that we can come up with. Some say the advice is worth what you pay for it. That's an, that's an old school... Davism. Yeah, that's a Davism. Guys, I uh, want to tell you about a new event that's coming up that I'm super excited about. This is the Total Money Makeover Weekend event. Tomo. Yeah, Tomo. Tomo. Here at Ramsey, we like to make acronyms for everything and just say the abbreviation. So it's T-M-M-O-W. Total Money Makeover Weekend happening May 10th and 11th here in the Ville. Nashville is what I'm talking about. We've got an event center up on a hill. It's really amazing if you've never been there. And so the point is, it's a smaller or limited venue, I would say. So you got to get your tickets right away. These tickets are starting at $99, guys. So please believe that they're hot potatoes. They're going fast. You can get your tickets now at RamseySolutions.com slash events. And I think that you should get a ticket because this event is very different, John. This is a crash course on everything we teach people about money. Uh, You'll hear everything from, you know, brand new content, brand new. So if you've been to one of our events before, you're like, I already know what it is. No, this one's different. All the personalities are going to be there. We're talking a different spin on budgeting and beating debt and investing and more. And so what I like about it is no matter what baby step you're on, it's for you because we're talking about all the baby steps. So whether you're paying the house off or you're just trying to get a thousand dollars saved, this is the event for you. One of my favorite things that we're implementing is more and more Q and A's. So you'll get to ask your questions and we'll be answering them I don't know about you, John, but I have uh, I have some pretty fun stuff up my sleeve planned for this event, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think it's going to get off the rails a little bit, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah. The first 500 tickets have already been sold, and so you got to you got to keep going. Oh, I'm sorry. I read this. I read this wrong. It says, "With the first 500 tickets sold, you'll get a copy of Total Money Makeover signed by Dave." Wow, that's great. Very cool. That's going to go really fast. So, make sure you get your tickets again, $99 for a limited time. RamseySolutions.com slash events. That's cool. I'm excited for that. I don't know about the rest of you guys. Let's go to Travis, who's in Portland, Oregon. What's going on, Travis? Hey. Hey, good. Hello, guys. Thank you so much for taking my call, and I really appreciate your time, and uh, I'm happy to be here. 
Well, we're happy you called in. How can we help? Well, I was just hoping you guys could shed some light on uh, maybe how, what angle I should be thinking uh, towards our debt and getting out of debt and what steps I should be taking. So uh, the premise of it is um, we have $65,000 in debt to go. We were at one twenty-seven. dollars uh, We were semi-gazelle intense, and then my gazelle got a leg cramp there for a second. Uh, <laughs> but we're like back that. on it. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, we're back on it. Um, I'm, I'm personally active duty and I'm a nurse and my wife is also a nurse, but she has got the harder job, which is being a full-time mom. She homeschools. Um, she has a teaching background, so we're really trying to put an emphasis on giving our kids a home education. Um, in the past, I've tried to look at maybe getting extra work, but being in government, it's really hard, uh, sometimes because there's what's called conflict of interest. So I've found it. I, in my opinion, too difficult for me to look for extra work without uh, breaking our rules. Um, what, what makes it a conflict is, of interest? Can you give me an example? Uh, an example? Sure. Um, I, and, I, and I'd prefer not to give the details of sure. the agency, and if you don't mind. But um, I one time applied for a job and I got accepted, so I had to go through our our HR department. And because the uh, other company received grants from the federal government, we can't. I see. work with that company. So it's that kind of thing. And it seems like that happens a lot in the medical world because a lot of things come from the federal government payment wise or grant wise. Right. So, I mean, unless I want to be doing, and I'm not against it, but I could do like DoorDash or something, but yeah. I, I prefer to do nursing shifts because um, they, they typically are going to pay better. Right. So, but if you, if you um, can't then, cause it sounds like you're saying you're trying to, but you're running into this red tape. So the question right. is, what are you going to do instead? Yes. Yeah, that's, and, and I guess the other part of that question, and, and, I, and I have so much respect for my wife, so I'm not saying this, and I don't want it to be mis, misquoted or misheard, but, okay. you know, is my wife also is, has a nursing license, and I thought about her maybe picking up two or three shifts a week. Um, that's great. She's been, a, yeah, but I guess my, I guess the issue is I, I don't think she's quite on board with that, and I don't know if I am either, and I'm just wondering what you guys think is the best course to take because you're both working uh, really you're working at no. your nurse job and she's working with the kids so i don't think yeah. it's bad to ask the wife who's at home to also pick up work if you're also willing to pick up work i feel like it's both of you sacrificing in the way that you can with the hours that you have john yeah and it's easy to paint these as forever conversations and what i hear a lot on the show is people calling and they've boxed themselves into a cage with their own variables. We have to homeschool our kids. We have to do this. We have to get this paid off. We have to do this and we have to do this. Well, then there's nowhere to go. And so what I always want to recommend people do is just think in six-month increments. For six months, could we, could you take the shifts that you're able to work and because you're also active duty, you're going to become a um, part-time stay-at-home dad. While your wife goes mm -hmm. and picks up shifts that are actually, they, they, y'all can send to the creditors that you owe. Y'all created a world where you owed 120 something thousand dollars. You got it down to 60 something thousand, but that journey's not over yet. Or can we put our kids in a local, local small school or in a public school for just one year and it's going to make us so uncomfortable that we are going to go bananas getting the stuff paid off, working every shift we possibly can. You see what I'm saying? And then yeah. if you make that, you know this, you're in the military. You make that short-term sacrifice, it pays off forever. 
It's just being able to say, hey, this is not forever. This isn't the way this is going to be. And by the way, this is not how we drew this up. We don't want this to be true, but it is. What do we have to do right now? And I think y'all are too smart. Y'all could solve this problem. It's just you've trapped yourselves with your own have-tos and shoulds and musts, and it's going to keep you paralyzed. I appreciate the insight. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? It does. It does. Um, Yes, it does. I think it would be something that I would want to talk to my wife more about because I think she's a bit bit more apprehensive than I am, and I don't want to come across as disrespectful to her because I think what she does is incredible. Um, I I don't, dude, I think think you've got to stop apologizing. You're tiptoeing in, and I think that tiptoeing makes her think something's wrong. And both Jade and okay. I are telling you, man, there's nothing, mm-hmm. there's no tiptoe, and y'all are both working your butts off to try to meet the values of your family. And to, y'all are both in service-oriented jobs. That's just who y'all are. You're both great people. It's just a matter of saying, okay, for this season, can we align our energy in this direction? That's not the direction we want to go forever, but just for right this second. And you said something really important that I think everybody needs to hear when you're heading into these hard conversations or the ones that you're kind of apprehensive about with your spouse start with, hey, what about this scares you? And it could be, I don't want our kids to get behind because if they get behind in school, then this, and they're not going to know algebra, and then all of a sudden they're not going to get into the college. Okay, we're going to be okay there. Or maybe it's something more um, existential. Maybe it's bigger. Maybe it's more X or Y or Z. But let's start with, hey, what's scaring you to death about this? Not, here's the plan, let's do the plan. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I can come across the way you just said it. So that's why I know I, you can. I try to bite my tongue a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And but here's the deal: by not biting your tongue, your wife is looking for some sort of strategic direction. And because you hem haw around it, because you don't want to come across as a guy who's an active military guy with "Here's the plan. Let's execute the plan." Yeah. So you end up handing her no plan. And that's when fear takes over sometimes. So let's sit, let's sit down and co-create one together and start with, hey, what scares you to death about this? You say, we owe 60-something thousand dollars and I can't breathe. And I don't feel like I'm, I'm, I'm being a good husband or a good dad chasing this debt around. You, now you go, what scares you to death? Here's our kids, someone else raising our children. All those things factor into it. And once we get the fears out of the way and on the table, everybody's got fears on the table, now we can start together co-creating a plan. And then we're just going to follow the plan and knock it out. You'll get there. What do you think, Jade? I love that. I think just remembering everything is short-term. Short-term. It's it's temporary. It's not going to be like this forever. And just always remembering that some people are just afraid of the unknown. I've never had to work this hard before. I don't know what it's going to feel like. I've never had to have two jobs. And that's fair and that's okay, but I think together you guys will be able to work through that. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. 
What's going on? This is The Ramsey Show. Thank you for listening. I'm Jade Warshaw. He's Dr. John Deloney. Give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. And we'll do our best to hook you up with the right advice for your situation. Let's go straight to the phone lines where we've got Chantel in Charlotte, North Carolina. What's going on, Chantel? Hey. Um, I have kind of two questions. Um, I just recently cashed out my retirement um, from an old job to pay off my car um, because I had a $700 a month car payment and I was just kind of really struggling, like having to work overtime just to make my regular bills instead of working overtime to pay extra. Um, So I took a pretty big hit. Um, I had about 34,000 in that account. Um, they took 20% of it. So I was able to cash out about Uh 26,000. Um, so I used that in combination with the money that I had in savings and I paid off my car. Um, so now I'm just questioning how do I prepare this next year for tax time? I know there's going to be like a 10% fee. Mm -hmm. Um, at minimum. Yeah. And also, and also I'm questioning, do I turn around and sell this car and <laughs> put that money towards my other debt? Um, I do have another five Camry that I bought in cash just to run around for work because um, I drive a lot of miles, but it has 208,000 miles on it. So, so you're, I'm just, you, would, you would cash, cash out your whole 401k to pay off a car, then turn around and sell the car to pay off another debt? That's what we're talking yeah, about doing? So, yeah. So I'm torn Boy. between do I keep the car? Um, yes. Whenever like you're in the medical field and you find yourself like going down to treatment and the treatment is making everything worse, even if you don't know what treatment to go to, the first thing you do is stop doing the thing that's hurting you. And right now you are spinning out. Okay. Okay. You're making some long-term decisions with a very short-sighted, um, with with a very short-sighted lever. Okay. So, like, just take okay. your hands off the wheel, put your take your foot off the gas, and just slow down for a second. Okay. What'd you mm-hmm. pay? For, what'd you pay for the car? I paid um, about forty-one thousand about two years ago. And what do you earn every year? What's your yearly income? My base salary is just over eighty thousand. Um, but with the overtime I've been working, I my taxable income for last year was one hundred two. Okay. All right. The car's paid for. It's not more than fifty percent of what you bring in. It's, it's it's now paid for at a very 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 steep cost. Uh, I'd keep that car and right. I'd sell the other one, the one that you're running around town in. Um, okay. Tell me about the rest of your debt. Um, I have three, three credit cards and, um, a line of credit. Um, those total up to right around 10,000 total. Okay. Um, and then I have, um, about $14,000 left to pay for my attorney that I had to use for child um that is zero percent no interest or anything i just kind of pay what i can when i can what else um and then i have a large sixty five thousand dollar 
uh, federal student loan. Okay. All right. Are you scared, honey? You sound scared. Um, well, I'm a single mom, so... This is a lot. This is a lot. Yeah. Okay. I just want you to know you're not by yourself. We're way across the country, but we're sitting here with you. Okay? This, I know this one's heavy. Mm-hmm. So, are you receiving any child support from the dad? Or is that included in the 102? No. Uh, no, I don't get child fifty custody and it's actually pretty cordial and we we handle things on our own now. There's no child support because the judge didn't rule it or because you didn't care to go through with it? Um both. Um part of it was because I earned significantly more income than he does. Um and I thought that would end up I'm sorry, speak directly into your phone. Hey, Hey, Chantel, you got to speak can directly you into your phone. Yeah. Tell me that last part again. Can you hear me? I can. Tell so me that last part again. Is that I didn't, I didn't pursue child support because I earn significantly more than he does. So I was afraid that I would end up having to pay him. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But now things are actually pretty cordial and he, you know, pays for his half of things for the children. Okay. So um, it's just not, it's not something that we do. Okay. Okay, so here's your choices. If you wanted to sell the car that you have, you could. And it might behoove you to do that. And now that I know the debt that you have, swap swap the situation and you keep the runaround car and you sell this other car. If you were to sell it, how much could you get for it? You paid 41000 What do you think you could get? Um, it's only worth like 15000 private party. Didn't you say you bought it two years ago? Yeah, it's depreciated really, really fast because I work from my car and I put a lot of miles on it. I drive a ridiculous amount. Because of work? Yeah. Okay. In the first year that I had this car, I put 65,000 miles on it. Okay. Well, I wish it was worth more but I'm still going to have you get rid of it because you have a $5,000 car sitting there that works just fine, like you said, to get around town. Um, do you still have to drive an, an exorbitant amount for work? I do. Yeah, I work from my car. I drive to different places. I don't have like an, an office or anything that I work in. It's just from my car. Like how far are we driving? Tell me more. Um, so I'm a hospice nurse. Um, okay. So I drive to different facilities and homes. Um, It varies. I drive a lot more miles when I pick up overtime because I'm covering like the whole Charlotte market. Um, So it can be a lot. Okay. All right. Could you do the job? Be level with me. I want you to be 100% real. Can you do the job that you do Mm -hmm. in the older vehicle? Yes. I do. I, that's my daily driver. I hardly ever drive um, okay, the then. Buick, which is the car that I just paid off. Okay, then we're selling the Buick. We're taking that $15,000. we are going to pay off these three lines of credit, these three credit cards in the line of credit, and we're going to take the additional 4000 left, and you're going to pay 4000 on the attorney. That's going to leave ten k left on the attorney, and well, it's going to leave I'd you $1,000 saved. I'd lay, leave about 4000 bucks. I'd check with the tax person because she's going to owe the taxes on that too this year. She does, but I think she's got some time to. Or you got to save up, up for it, yeah. Yeah, 
And I would talk to a tax professional to find out, but that's your first order of business with the money from the sale of the car. And then everything else goes into the debt snowball. So you've got the 10,000 for the attorney, you've got the the student loan for 65K and know that you're on the hook for taxes come the end of the year. And I want you to find out what that's gonna be sooner than later so that you can put that into your, you know, debt snowball and kind of put a sinking fund where you're putting a little bit aside every month so that by tax time, you'll have that money. When did you take the withdrawal on your 401k? Was it 2024 or did you do it last year? It was 2024. Okay. So you'll have until next April. You'll have a year um, more or less to save up for that. So in the meantime, you've got to just be, there's no way around this other than to say that you're working like a crazy person. Luckily, you have an asset that you can sell. Do you have any other money laying around? stocks anything um no i have 1800 in savings now um it was close to 8000 but i i took a good chunk of that to pay off my car okay so you're um, gonna since you already have 1800 in savings i want you to take 800 of that and i want you to put it towards this attorney bill and that's going to knock that down because i already kept a thousand aside um that's going to knock that down even further so saved, everything above and beyond your minimum payments on your bills goes to the student loan. You're working like crazy, girl. Take all the shifts that you can get until this debt is paid off. It's not going to be easy. This is The Ramsey Show. You are listening to The Ramsey Show. I am Jade Warshaw. Dr. John Deloney is sitting right next to me. We'll be your hosts for this hour and the next hour. Uh... If you want us to take your call, you can call in. The number is 888-825-5225. And um, hey, if you're listening to this on whatever podcaster you listen to, or if you're watching on YouTube or you listen to it on the radio, thank you for doing that. Um, Obviously, we exist here because of you guys. There would be no show if there were no listeners or watchers or subscribers. So thanks for doing that. And uh, if you could continue to do so, uh, wherever you listen to this show or watch the show, be sure to like it, uh, subscribe it, and share it with other people. Because when you do that, it just spreads the love around. And that is good for everybody. And of course, I don't have to tell you guys the algorithm loves such things so keep doing that we're sure grateful that you do all right let's go to the phone lines we got ashley in san angelo texas what's going on ashley hello thank you for taking my call um i am calling because i have a couple questions about life insurance first of all um so i just got on xander probably about month or two ago, I had my counselor that told me about it. So I got onto it. My husband actually got onto it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, my payment's about $30 a month for it. Um, my husband's is a hundred just because he has a history in the past of atrial fibrillation. Okay. Hasn't had any issues since, but they deemed it and his is about a hundred dollars a month. Okay. So my question is really because we also have a whole life insurance that we got before we were married that my in-laws you know, advise us to get, but listening to y'all, I know y'all don't recommend it, Uh (laughs) but we've been paying on it for, do we got married in 16? So we've been paying on it since right before then it's Mm -hmm. 91, 98 a month. Mm -hmm. And I've called and tried to talk about canceling it, but I wanted to get y'all's recommendations. Like since we're already so far in, it's a 15 year note. Should we go ahead and cancel it? So the policies you have now, the policies you have now, the one that you have for 30 and the one that your husband has for 100, those are term life, correct? 
Yes. Okay, great. Yeah, you know, I would go in and I would cancel and cash out that whole life one immediately. (laughs) Do you know why? Okay. Well, I, so my, my stepdad, he follows y'all and he's, I mean, been phenomenal with it and he's kind of explained it to me, but if y'all could explain it to me and probably help me understand it a little better. Yeah. You know, big picture, you know, when you have a whole life, um, insurance policy part of it goes to your policy and part of it goes to an investment that's why you pay more for it so 9198 part of that payment goes to cash value uh which is and part of it goes to an investment so you might have a face value of hey you're covered for this much but we're also going to take a piece of that and we're going to invest it for you and have this cash value over here that at the right time you can have access to. But the problem with that cash value that you're investing in is number one, the rate of return is poo-poo. And number two, it dies when you die, which kind of defeats the whole purpose of the insurance policy. Why not just have a policy that you're paying into that's there when you pass away? That's the whole point of it. And so we always say that if you were to take, let's just say you paid into a whole life uh, policy and, you know, $40 of it was going into the cash value and they were investing in that. If you were to take that $40 and invest it yourself in good mutual funds that had a, you know, annualized rate of return of eight to 10%, you could far outweigh what any of those whole value policies would earn you in cash value. So we're just pointing out the fact that the investment side of it is absolutely terrible. And we'd rather you take your money do a term life insurance policy that is worth the time, worth the money. You get what you pay for. And then if you have extra money, you take that money and you add it to your investments and you invest it on your own through your 15%, which is the way we teach it. So that's that's why we say that. I don't want, you know, and for anybody listening, I don't want anybody to just say, I'm not going to do it because Ramsey says so. It's like you need to understand it and, and make sure it kind of jives with you and you know why you're doing it. So I'm glad that you asked that question. Okay. Yeah. I And I went back and forth about it just because I'm just a little personal information about me. I was diagnosed with MS last year. So I was like, huh, am I, am I, am I going to be able to even get, I mean, term life insurance again in 20 years? I know I'll be probably be able to get it, but my premium will probably be through the roof. Well, how old but will you be in I 20 said, years? I'm 36 now, so I'll be 56. 56. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're, it's probably going to be more expensive. The whole point though, and and just to make this clear, the hope is that you get to the point where you're self-insuring. The hope is that you get to the point where you're investing, you're working through the baby steps quickly so that by baby step four, you're investing 15% of your income, you know, over the course of time, that's going to compound and grow. And then you pay off your house and you've got equity there. And then after you've paid off your house, you're at being able to add even more than 15% to investments, maybe you're to 20 or even 25% into your investments. And the point is that you're building wealth to the point that uh, when this term runs out, you can go, all right, I'm good. Like, I've got a couple of, you know, I've got a million dollars here in investments. I've got my home. It's worth this amount. And if something were to happen, my family members would be covered because the thing to remember, and this is not just for you, Ashley, but anybody listening, the point of insurance is to replace income for people who are dependent on your income. So your husband, um, if you have children, if something were to happen to you and they're dependent on your income, they'd be covered. But if you've invested to this point, you're already in your 60s, then suddenly you need a lot less of that. 
Does that make sense? Some people kind of look at it as their ticket to wealth. And I'm like, no, the whole point of it really is to replace income for those who need it, for who are dependent on it. Can I ask y'all another question? Of course. How much time y'all have? Yeah, go ahead. um, We have a Roth IRA that we got a couple years ago as well. And I think there's 10,000 in it. I had transferred some money over um, and put that in there. So, I mean, maybe just put the 9198 that I was paying towards that in that Roth IRA every month. Yes, ma'am. Love that. Well, what baby step are you on? So I'm not going to lie to y'all. I just kind of started. We're kind of going through a big change in our life right now. Um, We're going to be selling our house, hopefully within the next month or two. Okay. And we're actually buying some property. Um, And I know y'all probably don't advise the way we're doing it, but I feel like it will actually work out. Wait a minute. Wait a minute now. (laughs) You you done told me about it now. Where Where are you buying property, Ashley? So... I know you're from like West Texas area, so it's in San Angelo off of 277 near Cristobal area. And what are you going to do? With, I know that area well. What are you going to do with that land? We're going to, we're buying five acres from somebody and we're going to build a house on it. And we can probably make a good amount of money from our house, at least 170 to 180 that we're living in right now. And with that money, our plan, what I'm working through and what I've written down and tried to process is I'm going to pay off my student loans. I'm the only one who has student loans. My husband does not. Um, I owe 79000 okay. And then we have a camper. We're going to live in our camper. We're completely fine with it. Both of us are. We do owe on it. So my plan was to try and sell it and then get another camper that's a lot less in price to where we're not paying the full 50000 that we owe on it. Rather pay like 15000 And when and you buy the land, you're just going to live in the camper or are you going to build a house? We're gonna live in the camper and save up money. Oh, Ashley, Ashley, you got to get off YouTube. You got to get off YouTube. <laughs> you you were in San Angelo last summer when it was a thousand degrees for like a hundred and fifty straight days. I know, but I mean, both of us are. Hold on, but are what into what about hold on? What the, about the rent here is ridiculous. What about staying in your home? Y'all look at each other and you make a two year plan, and y'all work like B A N A N A S. And you get the stuff paid off. Oh, and I'm doing that too. What I do, um, I, I have the potential of making an extra approximately 2000 a month. So. Think, go make that. But listen, you're trying to do everything all at once and some cool stuff and some dream stuff. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to have no home. You're going to be sitting in a used camper in the middle of a field in the middle of West Texas in July. Mm-hmm. And then a tornado comes. And you're going to see, yeah, forget a tornado. <laughs> you're just going to, like, just the, the dirt from Lubbock is going to fly over. And you're just going to be staring at your husband. And you're going to think, I don't love you anymore. <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Listen, we're trying to do too much all at the same time. Running, running, running. Just follow the steps. They're boring. They're not sexy. And they work every time. Slow down. Just do it right. This is The Ramsey Show.